Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Grand Drive. This is where all the magic happens. You see it on TV. And you might have seen my co-host, Cole Reeves, on TV once before. I'm Luke Sims, and here we go for Episode 7. Cole Reeves, it's been a pretty good week. How have you been? been hotter than the devil's nutsack, though. It has. You it know has. what? We're recording this on a Sunday afternoon. Sunday evening, yes. And... So what this, ha- what well, happened well, well, earlier? This, wanna, this past we- this past week, government come out and there's UFOs now and they're confirming oh. everything. And I be damn. Just a while ago, what did we see? We saw the Starlink. That's what we think it from was from Elon Musk. No, we've seen it before here. Ah. It's twenty two of them. They were headed in, and uh, I've got got a buddy on Facebook that's a farmer over there around the Crawford area that swears to God Elon Musk is the reason it never rains in Central Texas. There's got to be something. Elon, if you're listening to my rain. podcast, please, we need rain stop for a little while. <laughs> Just give us a break. But, yeah, we, you know, we were sitting out there. So, Victor's parents came up from the valley, uh, headed to Oklahoma. They stayed Absolutely. for a minute. Uh, Cooks and fajitas shows what real Mexican food was. And we're sitting out there under the trees. And my neighbor stopped by. Uh, and we were just shooting the shit like we normally do. And we started seeing some unidentified flying objects. Which I know now. I mean, uh, because I'm a normal person. I'm not some weird schizo like you and, and Andy. I mean, I know that they're just shit headed in back into SpaceX over there in McGregor. So we're like a direct line. So I don't believe in the extra testicles like you and Andy do. Okay? I don't know what I believe. <laughs> in aliens? Okay? I just don't. It, it, I don't. Okay. <clears throat> no, I think uh, uh, I just, it's it's a big it's a big place that we live in, big universe. I don't know anything's possible. We've uh, we've seen all kind of things through the news uh, come true lately that we never thought would be true. Now they question the moon landing. Did that ever happen? Uh, I guess after tonight, though, I'm not sure that you don't think the Earth is flat. I'm not a flat earther. Are you sure? I'm sure. I believe it's round. You were sure pretty wound up about all those. Lights that were flying through there and going off. It's just Starlink, buddy. It's okay. It's Elon Musk, and I'm mad at him because I can't twat anymore. I got an X. You got an X. Yeah, I don't want an X. Elon's changing a lot of things. Gen X is what screwed the world up. Uh, talking about changing a lot of things, uh, a lot of things are changing in in the pig world, right? Oh, before we start, I got to give a shout out to my boy down in Corpus Christi. Jaden McCoy, he Absolutely. used he used my stupid ass voice from the podcast and made a TikTok. Now it's got fifty five thousand likes. There's seven or eight other TikToks with my stupid ass voice. I can't stand listening to myself, so I'll scroll through my for you page. And I'm like, God Almighty! But Jaden, good job. Keep up the good work. But if you're gonna be fanboying me, at least come by a pig, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I messaged him on one of our social media pages, TikTok, there, and uh, we're going to get him a shirt sent down there. That actually took off. Last time I looked earlier today, it was almost 65,000 views. I know. It's so stupid. Anyway. But it works. Things are changing. It's good. That's going to lead us right into our main topic. What is our main topic? Our main topic for this week. I don't ever know what our topic is until we put these headphones on. That's why I talked for a little while, so I'm trying to figure it out. It's social media within the industry, but... Before we get started with our main topic, you have a positive quote for us this week. Yeah, I just saw it earlier, and I I want to say, honestly, I want to say I, I saw it on Facebook on uh, Chad Burger's page. It said, "If all you can do is crawl, start crawling." 
just move forward. If all you can do is crawl, start crawling. That goes for anybody. If you're showing livestock, you're showing pigs. If all you can do is crawl, start crawling. Just move. Get you a pig, figure it out, start. Everybody start at the bottom. Don't let ever let any son of a bitch discount you because you are starting at the bottom. Now, if you start at the bottom and it's five years later and you're still there, then they can discount you a little <laughs> bit. But if you're trying, start. If all you can do is crawl, crawl. If all you can afford $500 pig and you make that some bitch look like a $5,000 pig, then get it and go. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we haven't been in the pig industry long. No. Uh, and, and I'm sure there's plenty you're of people still crawling. like us. But... <laughs> Hustle, hustle, hustle. Hustle. It, it doesn't. Hustle, it doesn't matter if it, it doesn't matter if it's in the pig industry, if it's in life, if it's in business, if it's in. So so Tanner matters. Tanner Winter up there in Oklahoma, Winter Livestock. He's his he's on his flyer. Everything he says says hustle sold separately. And rents due every day. Yep. Well, he doesn't say that, but he says hustle sold separately. Every flyer he makes, everything every it always says hustle sold separately. That that's what I try to teach the kids. Just because we had some luck last year doesn't mean we're going to have it this year. All that means is you're going to have to bust your ass to get to where you were last year and then put that much more effort in to continue to grow. Yeah, probably. Cool. I think <laughs> I think this week, before we get to our main topic, talking about social media and stuff, this is going to kind of go in that line. I mean, it's going to make a big circle, but we'll get back to it. I talk in circles. It's no big deal. I think if we can start squeezing these in, we're going to start having some one-ply time with Cole. <laughs> one-ply time with Cole. These one-ply times is going to be uh, one of Cole's stories. If you haven't had the pleasure to listen to him, Cole's got... What he's referring to is one-ply <laughs> like toilet paper because I, I, one day I hope to have enough money and, and everything to buy two-ply toilet paper. So I, I say I'm just living the one-ply life, boys. Cole's like a a Google network of true life stories. They got they got to get on black and white and paperback at least one day. This week, Cole's going to tell us uh, a couple uh, years ago. Oh God, yeah, about been, running from the popo. It would have been 2020. That's when I hello COVID. It's, yeah, it'd have been 2020, and, and so I didn't really ran. I fast walked. Okay, <laughs> so uh, down here in San Antonio, you know, San Antonio Stock Show. It's it's basically like a you know a big northern a state fair up north. I mean, we have everything carnival. Petting Zoo Pony Rides. We have all the shopping center stuff like that. So this was the year San Antonio had like remapped and they moved all of their carnival stuff on the same end of the fairgrounds as the hog barn. So our hog barn is basically it's a hog barn and then they cut what they call the like Morris Activity Center and then the sheep barn. So during the guilt show and the first wave of the bear show, that entire thing's full of pigs, right? So, and when we say full of pigs, two per pen, you know, there's a bunch. Uh, it's packed. Yeah, I mean, you can't you can't fart without your neighbor hearing it. So, uh, anyway, two per pen, it's packed. So a lot of people on social media were in an uproar about it. And I understand. So I, I have a different aspect, I guess, a different aspect, a different way of thinking from that from from the people coming through because I do make my living going to big fairs and. I need people to come through and a, a traffic, but I also, from the aspect of a stock show guy, I'm like, Ugh, I hate the looky loose. So they moved the carnival there. So we park up on this hill, and you know, for years we go through here, go through the security and everything, and we just walk straight across to the barn. Well, they wanted to f- 
push the traffic, the foot traffic, all the way through this carnival. My pen is literally right in the very corner of the barn. I would have had to walk probably an extra, I'm not going to say a quarter mile, but close to it, around, come in the other side of the barn and get to my pen. So I walked through there, and there's just a little gap. I mean, it, it, it wasn't like, so there was no, like, panels or guard railing guidance there. They just had some lines like we were school kids or inmates right. or something, you know. So I just cut across there. And this, yeah, I already went through security, everything. I mean, basically, I'm in the fairgrounds, and I'm just not following the path that the, the, the security guards, or the, which, which they're not really rental cops. They're SAPD and Bear County Sheriff's officers are there as extra security to make extra money. So I'm just not following the path. Uh, that they they wanted me to go on. I mean, I've never done that in my life. You're walking outside the line. Yeah, if they knew me, they'd be like, "Oh, okay." So I just walked, and I I said, "He's pointing me through the carnival." I'm like, "Oh, I'm just here for the show." And I took off, and he started hollering at me, and he <laughs> goes, "Hey, hey, you understand English?" And I turned around, and I said, "No, savvy," and just kept walking. You know, well, no big deal. I didn't care. Okay. I get there, and I mean, I look over my shoulder, and there's two of these suckers in their brown vest, in their white shirts, and their brown Wranglers, and their cowboy hats, making a beeline for me. I'm like, son of a bitch, these guys are chasing me for not going through the carnival. I mean, it's crazy. I'm like, I'm like, who's who's telling people to go through the carnival if they're following me? So it's not a high speed foot chase. No, 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 because they're short and wide. You know, they're shorter and they're shorter than me and wide. You know, so it's not a high speed foot chase. And I'm tall. Like I stick out over the pins and I kind of jet through there and I I weave around there and I pass the Jason Harden. He's got a big crew there and they've all they got little earpieces, weird as shit. You know, like this like they're the Secret Service. It's that whole Lake Dallas crew. It's San Antonio. So he's got an earpiece. There's like four dads. They have earpieces and they talk to each other, right? So I pass by him. He's like, where are you going? You got to take a shit? I'm like, no. I'm like, these freaking cops are chasing me because I didn't walk through the carnival and I cut through the parking lot. He's like, oh, damn. So I come out and I see him and I kind of dodge and I walk in the livestock office like I'm getting my trailer release. So he texts me and goes, hey, man, they went this way. So I come out and I'm there and I'm talking to him and he gets somebody says, hey, they're headed back towards that way. So I'm like, shit. So I haul ass. And like for 10 minutes, they fall. Like I'm ducking and dodging. I don't know what they're going to do if they catch me, right? I mean, <laughs> Almost I, Mission Impossible Yeah, style. I didn't I didn't break a law. And and like they just said, they, and I'm like, I guess I could have stopped. I don't know what they were going to do no, to me. You, you broke carny code. But I wasn't about to let them find out. So I like go in a bathroom. And I mean... They, th- I think that they think, oh, we got this fat sucker now, right? We got this fat sucker. And I'm wearing red shoes, obviously, right? So another guy was in there with Lake Dallas. He followed me and he said, he said I want to see the shit show. You know, I'm like, well, if they catch me, I'm just going to, I mean, I'm not going to run from them or fight them. I mean, I'm not going to make a scene. I'm just trying for them not to catch me. So he stayed in there and I went out. It's the bath. It's a double doors there. And I went out the other side. Right, so I'm telling this, and they'll probably have them there next year when I pull up. <laughs> They're gonna throw cuffs on me and shit like this. I don't care. Anyway, I go out the other side, right? I think it's the statute of limitations maybe up on. So I go out the other side, and I just go down and walk down, and I'm standing at the end of the aisle. I mean, I'm a ways from, but I can see them. But I'm just mixing feed and doing my own thing, you know. Not breaking any laws. No, just minding my own business. And they come out and they just look flabbergasted, like son of a bitch. 
cage. And they're looking at each other, and they go look in the wash rack, and they look outside, and they look around. They literally looked me in the eye while I was mixing feet. Like, I saw them like, shit. And they just shrugged their shoulders and walked off. They didn't want that smoke. No. They're like, <laughs> so the guy that was in the bathroom, he's like, dude, they literally looked under every every stall. And then they looked over the stall to see. I'm like, are you for real? He's like, yeah. He said, they were looking on the stalls. And then they would they would peek over the stalls and they would look to see. I'm like, so they were just like creeping on people taking a dookie, you know? <laughs> like, who's in there? You know, that, that's kind of weird, huh? Well, He's, He said, well, no. He said, they only did it, you know, if the door was locked. They couldn't see any feet or something. But he was like, they were like, where'd he go? And then it looks like, oh, man, there's a door on the other side. Why did we not know this? And it, it was like everybody in the barn by this time had known because I would pass and they'd stop to talk. I'm like, I can't. I'm running from the cops. And then they would see the cops behind me like 100 yards, you know, like a couple hundred feet. They're like, oh, they'd be like, oh, shit, you are running from the cops. What did you do? I'm like, I didn't walk through the carnival like they wanted me to. I just cut across to come to my pen. I th- thought it was no big deal. But the cops that are like, hey, hey, you speak English. I'm like, no savvy. Just kept going. And uh, so Jason Harden finally, he said, hey, man. What are you going to do if they caught you? I said, I said I was going to ask him, if y'all are catching me, who's making people walk through the carnival? He's like, oh, please don't tell me you would have. And I smiled at him. He said, I know you would have. <laughs> anyway, so that was a that was a pretty interesting story for a while. Like We laughed about that for a long time. Because, I mean, like, I'm 6'4", and I weigh 400 pounds, and I, I have a limp 90 time, 9 times out of 10 because I'm fat and my wife ran over me when I was changing trailer tire a few years ago so she messed my foot up so I limp so they said two cops two trained professional cops trackers I guess got out ran got out some more by a guy that can't hide and I never hid like I just the only time I hid is I walked in and I wasn't like pretending to get a trailer release I had a legit question about a trailer release yeah are these cops still chasing and then me? I and then I, I got I got the text message so I skinned out you know so it was just there was people helping me get away so I guess if I ever really got in trouble with the cops people might help me get away so so you had a whole entourage yeah yeah like if the cops were coming through like like when they got around the corner like all these people at the corner when when you go from like by the livestock office to where you get the trailer lease and then like you make that corner to go into the ring there's a wad of people there so they all like when them cops came there they all just wadded up and kind of like held the cops up a minute and made them slow down to get through it was pretty comical uh i mean i i don't i didn't think i was doing anything wrong but i was like man i just don't feel like i got a lot of shit to do i don't really don't want to get my fat ass cheese grated on this asphalt and handcuffed in front of everybody i know for just breaking the line and not going through the carnival i said because then we got to load all this mess up we got to go you know we got to go to san angelo i'm like this this just ain't worth it i said but i i didn't get caught it was funny so hey if there's any short and wide uh hispanic cops down there in san antonio what's up i got you suckers (laughs) what's up (laughs) Uh, man, just sitting around cold, just talking to you. These these stories, there's there's a ton. That was of before them. you knew me. It was pretty. It was before and you I knew me. I almost feel like we might need to do a reenactment this no, year. No, it's like good. like like an adult tag. Well, they don't make you do that anymore. They moved the whole checkpoint back. So it, you know, it, they actually changed the whole entrance because uh, we were there last year. Right after we left, they had a storm come through, and that entrance that you walked in it wasn't a storm. It just randomly away. fell. 
Yeah, and it fell and broke a leg or broke an arm or something. I don't know. What should have fell on me? No. We, it would have been the, instead of San Antonio, it would have been the Reeves show. No, I just would have had a free Fast Pass forever. <laughs> uh, if y'all don't know what Fast Pass are, uh, Google it here in Texas. Yeah, we got to wait 12 hours to unload at San Antonio. Cause uh, we, year four last, if it would have been 12 hours, I would have loved it. I think it was 27. Was yeah, well, total. you weren't rolling with me. We get in there at the right time. 12 <laughs> hours, boom. We'll be there this year. Oh, maybe. We're going to buy Fast Passes this year. So that kind of leads me, like I said, this is going to be a big circle that we go through. And this is going to lead me right back into our main topic, which is social media within the industry. And you got to be careful, you know, with social media. Uh, you, you hear a lot of things. You see a lot of things. And lately you've seen, you know, maybe some kids getting out of high school, getting – uh, scholarships going to college and they do something stupid post on social media scholarships taken i mean there's a a whole lot of good that comes out of social media yeah there, and there's some bad things that go out of social media I mean, and we, we we've got a couple bullet points that uh we feel like you know we kind of talked about hey let's go over this and you know we're trying some things on social media so we might as well touch base I mean, on some things prime example you got to watch what you put on social media once it's out there it's out there i mean we, 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 we recorded a podcast. Now somebody used my voice. And I don't care. It's cool. I like the kid. I've right. seen him a couple of times at Jackpots when we went to South Texas. Sometimes, you know, when we need to feel good about ourselves, we go to South Texas to show. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Anyway, it was a joke, guys. Uh, if you don't believe that, you can watch that on episode. What was it? Shut up. <laughs> uh, 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 anyway, I've seen him. Good kid. You know, he used that, so it's out there. I can't do nothing about it. Can't do nothing about it. It don't matter. The good thing is that it gets it's it's a funny clip of one of our podcasts. Uh, it's kind of a play on words. I don't, talking, remember, I don't even remember what episode it was. Uh, I don't either, but it was kind of going over local county shows and versus major shows, and it yeah. was kind of calling a spade a spade, and it, it, it was funny. But like you say, the the fact of the matter. It's out there, and you can't do anything about it. The good thing is it brings exposure to the Grand Drive podcast. I think we, like I said when, earlier when we looked. Well, he was, could have tagged, tagged us in it originally, but he didn't. <laughs> it's it's little, okay. We still owe you, Jaden. A little over 60,000 views. And for us, that's big. We're just getting started, and, and that's huge for us. So it, it, it's crazy the good and the bad that, that can happen from social media. I agree. When, when you have... Uh, breeders that want to have sales and get pigs out there, social media, Facebook, Instagram, all those types of things. Uh, it's free marketing tools, and it's it's really good opportunity to be able to put stuff out there for the public to see. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it really is. I mean, I honestly, I think probably ninety nine percent of pigs get sold through with some form of social media, like. They see a barn opening on Facebook, or they see a flyer for a sale on Facebook, or advertising. I mean, I honestly, I have Facebook because of the show pig deal. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't need it. Well, I say I wouldn't. Now I'm addicted. I don't even think I could have a proper bowel movement without Facebook anymore. But that's the reason I have it. I mean, I would say most everybody. I mean, it's an advertising tool. When you win, you put one on there. Uh, you know, some people do it for the right reason. Some people do it because they know the guy judging the next one is going to see it on their Facebook. You know, we'll get into that. That's a topic we'll dive into at some point. But it's a great tool. 
but at the same time, it's a terrible tool. I do wish some of these forums would uh, maybe vet people and tell them they couldn't answer freaking questions unless they actually knew the answer to them. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of things on there. There's, there's a lot of good information that comes through social media and on some of these sites yeah. and pages, but there's also a lot of big-time misinformation, too. And and, and I, I don't... I mean, you can really lead a kid astray or somebody astray because they're getting on there and they're asking questions. I will tell anybody listening to this, if you have a question about your livestock, use social media or Facebook as your last resort. Like, don't don't go there first. Like, call the person that you bought your pig from, uh, ag teachers, county agents, you know. some There's somebody out there. So... Facebook's good, but let's use it as a last resort instead Absolutely. of a first resort. And then don't come on there asking for opinions. And then when people give you an honest opinion, besides just saying, oh, it looks great. When somebody gives you an honest opinion, don't be like, well, you're just a jackass. You know I mean? Right, that's just, right, right. I see a lot of that, too. That's why I pretty much stopped commenting because... I was tired of people calling me a jackass for telling them the truth. <laughs> well, it, it is a good opportunity. You know, you have different sites that sells trailers, sells tax, sells anything you, you yes. need. I mean, and, you have senior sellouts. You have people get tired of things. They, uh, they want a new set of scales. They sell them there, uh, and, selling pigs, whatever it may be. There's, there's it, great opportunities. It's a good tool because, I mean, I see people that, I mean, that have pigs that aren't very good but they are very active on social media to hold up these baby pigs and say wow what a guilt or wow what a bore look at the bone in this one you know a day old baby pig and you can tell the back leg is huge the front leg is looks like a little tiny field mouse and but they have huge following and they sell them because they're so active and people a lot of times people are tricked by just being active is oh this person knows what they're doing yeah marketing just to use car salesman it don't matter Right. You know the ones the the birds that chirp the loudest typically are not the not the smartest and brightest birds. But but it is a good place to advertise to add. But you can wear it out as a maybe a new breeder or something like that. You can yeah. wear it out. But you know I I think you know I, I like it and then there's sometimes that I hate it. And and like you were saying a while ago, if you do put something on social media and you do ask a question. It's social media. Expect to get some sarcastic answers. Uh, expect to be led astray. Expect to have some good answers. You're putting yourself out there. Cake mix for, for the world. Cake mix. Number one most number one answer for any question. Cake mix. We actually, pig won't eat. Cake mix. Pig needs to be fatter. Cake mix. The pig's limping off his front right. Cake mix. You know, just shit like that. That's the number one answer for everything is cake mix. Will cake mix fix a pig that limps on its front right? Absolutely. If you feed it enough of it, it'll have a, get diabetes and die. <laughs> and, then, and then put a <laughs> Benamine in it. It ain't going to hurt. You know, I mean, that's just... Th- no, you can't use Benamine. It's not approved for pigs, meat animals, things like that. So we don't, we don't do that. Well, anyway. You, you can use it with horses. Yeah, I guess with a vet. And you, and you with, can... With a vet. Under and, vet care. And you can use cake mix with horse feed, too. Yeah. But there's just, you know, that's this things like that. Cake mix. Cake mix. Absolutely. Uh, the ins and outs. If you are looking to start a social media page, whether it be for small business, self-promotion, business promotion, there's a lot of good resources that you can go to that can tell you how to do it right. 
that, that can kind of lead you and help you kind of go through the ins and outs because there's absolutely some opportunities that will lead you astray. Yeah, I'm laughing at something completely different. Don't worry. Uh, there are, I can tell you, my wife is a social media person. Pretty much every post I ever post, she edits it and puts like all kinds of weird fonts and makes it look more inviting. So I don't start social media pages. I just kind of semi-manage them. Right. But yes, you're correct. There are ins and outs to all aspects of it. Yeah, I just don't know them. Melissa does. <laughs> I'm not very good at it. Andy, I can barely send an email. Andy's the same way with me. She helps editing you know, the podcast and... Uh, she can make the flyers, and but I can but, download Spotify. But I can't, can't do most of the stuff on there. So yeah, I gotta have right. access to people that does. You're right. You touched on it earlier. Uh, whatever. Wait, you, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, the subject. No, yes. that that could get me. That that get me in trouble. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so you touched on it a little bit earlier, talking about sometimes whatever, whatever you put on social media, is there. For the world to see forever. Yes. It's got lasting effects. It doesn't matter if you put it on Snapchat, anything. That's what I try to tell people. And, uh, it, and, and it doesn't matter if you put it on there for 10 seconds. If you try to erase it, somebody, somebody, done, somebody it. done screenshot somebody, it. I literally earlier, my sister had said something to me about my brother had posted a terrible picture of her. And I, I went and made some. And I had already seen it and didn't think about it. I went and made some crappy comment on it. Well, Melissa made me race immediately, but my brother-in-law called her like, "Man, why is Cole talking shit on Facebook?" <laughs> like it was on it was on Facebook for less than five minutes before I probably three minutes and I raced it, you know. But it's there forever. It's there forever. Screenshots, and, and, and that's the thing. Use social media for good. Um, yes. If if you get beat by somebody, or you beat somebody. Use it in a constructive manner. There's a lot of needless and nonsense drama created from social media. Oh, uh, a lot of a lot of shit talking in a negative way. Shit talking for fun is great, right? But to to run somebody down on social media, or have somebody run you down, that that's just a negative connotation. It puts the whole industry in a bad light. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna tell you what'll get people in. A- in a, in a tiffy so bad is if you don't tag them in something that you tagged other people in and you forgot to tag them. So I just don't tag people anymore. I got the same five people tagging every post because I'm like, sorry. Tag 99 people and you forget to tag the 100th one. And they're like, hey, bro, why didn't you tag me? I see where I stand. Sorry. Right. And there's so much so much good potential that well, could go along with Oh, way. yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. Just in, on personal, you know, personal pages or business pages, ambiguous posts are so flipping annoying. I mean, it just don't don't be ambiguous. Just put it out there. Right. Don't be don't be chicken shit. Put it out there. And, if and some if somebody if something's bothering you, don't be like, you know, I see you watching me from the back or some shit like that. So hey, mofo, you want to watch me? Just ask me what I'm doing. Follow me around for a day and I'll tell you. You know, just don't be ambiguous. And tag them. Tag them, hoes. <laughs> don't be scared. Don't be scared. Hey, we don't live what, by the You we know, don't. you're old. You're old. You're a lot older than me. You remember the? You remember back in the <laughs> day? You remember back in the day when they had them old jacked up Chevy pickups and they had that ain't scared sticker across oh, yeah. the back? 
Oh, ain't yeah. scared. Ain't scared. I know you know, being from East Texas, I know you know somebody that's got ain't scared tattooed on their back. You got to. I don't know if it's on their back, but. it's I They got ain't scared tattooed somewhere on yes. their body. Yes. Two E's and all. All you youngins, I know we have a fan, uh, some some people that listen. You don't even know nothing about no ain't scared, but you get east of I-45 20 years ago. Ain't scared. Ain't scared of nothing, no time, no way. No time, no way. And 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 that's the thing. I don't know, like, I don't know if that was a deal up north, but it was damn sure a deal in Texas, Louisiana, in the south, Oklahoma, in the south. Ain't scared was the thing. Maybe maybe our podcast can recreate it and start it, start no. it up north if it wasn't a thing. Ain't scared. Ain't scared. Ain't scared. Put it on the show box. <laughs> the grand drive. Ain't Be scared. Be a good name for a boy. Ain't scared. Ain't scared. Uh, but yeah, it's got really long-lasting effects, and 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 I think the younger generation needs to understand how crucial that is. Like how how long, like lasting effects are. Yes. I mean, I mean, just because you get pissed at somebody, you run them down, you take it off, it doesn't go away no more. Like when when you and I was growing up, we were kind of on the front end of when it when social media wasn't a thing, and we've kind of grown up into it, so kind of can see some of the effects but but the younger generation live on social media oh and it can make you younger hell i mean I, I know people my age that live on it right i mean i got a guy i got a 19 year old that works for me if he would get his ass off of social media get something done yeah get something done but i mean <laughs> and you gotta understand like you put something on social media and anymore, it don't matter if you block somebody or they block you. There's some sorry, no-account son of a bitch on your Facebook that will get the message to a person, which is fine. That's fine. And, and to show you how broad social media is, I'm going to read you something right quick. Read it. Uh, I'm going to go... When, whenever we Can you our, read? Whenever we, yes. You, you won a semester at Sam Houston. Did they teach that? Uh, they have pictures. Okay. So eat them up, cats. So whenever we do our podcast, we have... That's not a requirement for Tarleton. <laughs> we have uh, breakdowns of audiences and who they are and where they're from. Not necessarily who they are, but their yeah. age groups and where they're from. See, we got somebody from Nigeria listening to this. Our little podcast... They don't even have pigs in Nigeria. ...has reached Canada, Germany, Mexico, Brazil, Israel, Albania, and Nigeria. You think Brazil is your old neighbor, Junior Negator? You think, think he's listening? I hope so. That's I love, awesome. I love that we guy. Love, we love, yeah, I love that That's guy. awesome. But that that's just, that's two country boys on the internet talking about pig show stuff. And, and, it, and, and it reaches... And, and, and the extra testicles, or extraterrestrials. <laughs> yeah. Is the next topic. Yeah. <laughs> How to act and display yourself yes. on social media. Yes. Don't act like me. <laughs> no, so... Do as I say, do, not a deal. Do as you I see anything ra- anything wrong with being happy for yourself? And no, but my wife it, does. And mention it on social media. No, but my wife does. <laughs> happy for you? No, she doesn't like anybody to be happy for themselves. <laughs> so this will probably be our last podcast that we ever get to record because <laughs> Cole might not make it. Uh, it'll just be Luke, and I ain't near as fun. <laughs> She's saying. It's like, don't put that. It sounds like you're bragging. I'm like, okay, sorry. <laughs> I'll say, well, we did okay. Thank you. Come again. I mean, so she's hard on. She's hard on me. God, she's hard. On, it's hard being married to her. She's like little lady Hitler. Well, not necessarily. But I love Hitler, her. But I think some personalities need to be strongly handled. Be a gracious winner, not a bragger. That's what she tells me. I'm like, be a gracious winner. Be a gracious winner. 
Well, that's kind of what I was talking about on this on this next. That's point. what she tells me. She said, like, "Be a gracious winner." I'm like, "Yeah, I guess." You, I mean, I, I am, but is ha- is how to act and display yourself on social. Uh, next media. year, I'm not even making a flyer because I just want to be a gracious winner. Then go back and look up pictures. Then go back, look on Pig Planet and see who raised the pigs at one. I don't even need to make a flyer anymore. And there's nothing wrong with congratulating somebody else that won. No, absolutely not. I mean, we are a no, team. No, 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 no. We are you a need, you we need, work together. You need to stand there, and if you got a buddy, you need to be happy for your buddy. Deep down inside, yeah, you can be like, man, I wish it was me, but your time will come, okay? Right. You sit there, you be happy for the next person. If you if you run with a big group and y'all haul 50 or 60 barrows in somewhere or, or guilt or whatever, if you haul them in, high-five your neighbor. If your neighbor wins, high-five them. I mean, prime example. So last year we had... A pair of gilts. One of them had one or breed at Fort Worth and one or class literally everywhere. San Antonio, she was second behind a litter mate, which was your daughter. The kids high-fived in the ring. You and that girl's dad looked at each other. Fist bump. It's all good. Don't be mad, okay? Right. Because that's the only time that pig beat that gilt. Other than that, it was the roles were reversed. You were back to second, he was back to first. It happens. Everybody has their day. Be happy for them. It's okay. You can be you can be mad. Like you can want it. I mean everybody We don't show pigs don't want to lose. Right. Yeah, nobody nobody buys a pig to be second. But right. if you get you know, if you get beat by a good one or your buddy or your buddy, you know, gets a bone thrown to him, be happy for him. Absolutely. Everybody's gonna have their day. I think what what we really need to, to focus on and, and we see this a lot. Parents get really involved in our industry. Right, I'm I'm super involved. You're super involved, and man, we want the kids to do good. But but at the end of the day, it's it's the kids that are seeing the reactions of the parents, right? Yes. And and we all need to set a positive role. If we if if five, six, seven, eight of us go to a show and we're all wearing the same hats or the same pullovers or whatever, that should be team unity. You should be pulling for each other, helping each other, taking care of each other. Agree? Yeah, disagree? Absolutely. I've seen so many. Water bottles get thrown and broken and cuss and scream. I apologize. So, your kids are pretty much a direct reflection of how you act. So, if you act like a jackass and have a bad temper and throw a fit, your kids are eventually, they're, they're going to act like that as well. Like, you can see it on their face. Right. There's nothing, like, to me, there's nothing worse, like, when a kid doesn't place, like, where they think they should. To be able to look at their face and they have this look of disgust on their face, like... Be a, be a, you know, be a gracious loser. I mean, you know, it, it happens. Everybody has their day, but don't, don't wear your emotions right there, where the whole world can see them. Especially if you got to show another pig to them guys in a little bit, because they're gonna remember. Right. They're gonna remember that you came through earlier and you acted shitty. Yeah, they're gonna remember that you came through earlier. And you acted shitty when you didn't do as good as you thought you should have. Right, right. It leaves a lasting impression. I mean, we are in front of a crowd. We're in front of judges that come to judge the pigs. And and, and whether people realize it or not, like you say, they're not judging just the pigs. But but they're looking at how how the child or, or, or kid is showing as well. Well, and, and like as a parent, if you make excuses for your kids, you know... That's that's you can't do that, right? So, if you make excuses for your kids, then I mean, 
they're they're never gonna they're never gonna take responsibility for screwing up. I mean, and, and and when you say make excuses for the kids, kind of maybe give us an example so everybody will understand and be on the same page. Oh man, maybe maybe something along the line of. Maybe the judge didn't like us, or the judge always picks that one, yeah. or yeah, you know, you, you hear that a lot. Yeah, and, 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 I don't know. I mean, I'm not gonna say anything in particular. I'm not gonna piss off people. So right. I mean, I I, I do all the time, but I mean, there's a lot of instances that you can see it around the ringside, you know. But I mean, just don't, you know, if you always make excuses for like the way your kid acts, you know, when they don't do the way they're supposed to be in the ring or shit like that. Then right. they're never gonna, you know, they're never gonna have any responsibility. They're, they're never gonna hold themselves responsible for what they do. Right, right. Got you, got you. Let me see. Let me go through these notes and got these written down. You should have that in your head. There's, hey, we just seen Starlink pass by a while ago. There's a lot of things going on in here, Doc. That uh, yeah, I've seen take, a lot of things tonight. I didn't want to see. <laughs> Tinfoil hats. Yeah, we need to all go get us some tinfoil hats. I don't know what's uh, going on. Hey, the government said they were real this week. And then we uh, see that. I don't know what to believe. The government also said COVID was real. <laughs> I mean, it was, but they also said that. They marketed it well. They put it, oh, on, they shit, put, they put it on social media well. Yeah, I need to get Dr. Fauci to market my show bearer. <laughs> marketing. Take uh, this or you'll die. <laughs> social media and marketing. I think it's a great opportunity. We try to market the best we can with the Grand Drive podcast here. Uh, you know, we have several different social media sites, and we try to push T-shirts, hats, you know. Any, oh, anyway. speaking of T-shirts and hats, we donated for anybody listening. So Blake Edwards, uh, we mentioned him in, I think, the first or maybe the second podcast. He's a, a hog guy from down here in Texas. Uh, he's fighting some colon cancer, having some, you know, we're they're doing an online benefit for him. So the Grand Drive podcast has donated a uh, like a swag apparel basket. So it's going to be four shirt, four t-shirts, four caps, two hoodies. You win it. You call Luke. Uh, we'll get you the sizes. So we'll probably open our store back up. I think middle of August or something. Uh, we're trying to get through. The lady that does uh, our stuff is putting on a pig sale. So we're trying to get through that pig sale and open it back up. So we'll get everything to you by the end of August if you happen to win it. That sale is the 6th. There's a lot of stuff donated on there. There's buyer's credits. There's uh, semen. Uh, there is uh, a, a guided fishing trip that uh, a buddy of mine up in Santo has got for PK. He's not going to take you out, but it's a good friend of his, so it's a guided fishing trip out there on the PK Lake. Um, uh, or, yeah. Uh, there's some custom jewelry. Uh there's all kinds of good stuff on there. So if you need any of this stuff, buy it through this auction because these breeders and boar studs and businesses have donated this stuff for this auction. Buy it through there. You're getting the same product, the same quality. Like we're like uh, we're personally donating two five hundred dollar sale credit lots. So basically, you know, we're basically donating a thousand dollars towards right. this thing. And there's a lot of like. Uh, about, uh, just about everybody's donating, you know, so, so there's a lot of those. So buy them. I mean, if, if you want them, you know, if you plan on spending money with Joe Blow Pig Farms and he donated a $1,000 sale credit, Get buy it. it. There. Buy it because that money's going to this family. Uh, it's a very good family, very good 
very good person, a friend of mine. Talk to him quite often. So, uh, I think I seen that on showpig.com. Don't they saw. have? You think you saw it? Yes, sir. Seen saw. Uh, no. Sam Houston Tarleton. <laughs> <laughs> North South. It don't matter. Uh, but I believe showpig.com yes, has, it, has it on there. On showpig.com. Uh, just just another example of some of the good that can come out of social media. Uh, yes. Doing events for people that that really make a difference in the industry. And Blake does and has for a long time. He's been involved with. One, one day I want to get him on this podcast, and we're going to talk about making a with, war, with a lot of different the families making a and kids, and and uh, has had a really positive influence on the family. So, like I say, go to that site. Uh, any of those items you you need, get from there, and, and and help that family out. I know, I know. There's some really good folks. Cole, question and answers. Uh, uh, we got a couple questions this week. Couple questions. I think you. Pretty much answered one earlier, but we're going to go in depth on some of the details. It's got to be about answer. cake mix, probably. It is. It is. I didn't know if you were going to answer the whole thing <laughs> that way, but champions I, don't eat cake mix. But like, like we talked about a while ago, be careful the information you get on social media. It might just be bad. Bite you in the cake. ass. Right. Right. So the question is: This is Lindsay. Hi. Hello, Lindsay. We are newer to the show pig industry and have had some issues with our show pigs eating. I've heard several suggestions on what to do to get them to eat, and one I hear about a lot is using cake mix. Cole, you fed pigs, it seems like, for quite a while. Does cake mix cake mix work? Thanks for the answer and love the podcast. No. But why not? She didn't ask me why not. She just said this cake makes work. Well, I'm going to no. ask you why not. I mean, I, I I guess it might work, but I mean, it's just stupid. So if it, your pig's not eating, it's probably not because it's probably because he's not hungry. Okay, and cake mix basically they're just going to eat a little bit. I mean, it's it's not a long term fix. It may fix it like overnight, you know, for a day or two. But you can't feed a pig cake mix for a month and, and get it to start taking more in, you know. It, it's it's basically only good for taking pictures. I mean, they nibble on the top of it. That's it. Because it's sweet? They're or not eating the whole ration. I, I guess. I've never I've never eaten cake mix. I'm not, for a fat guy, I don't miss, eat a lot of cake mix, okay? You're, you're missing out. It is I mean, sweet. it looks like I probably, as pudgy as I am, I probably eat cake mix, but I don't. It smells so, good. It tastes good. A lot of times when your pig's not eating, it, it's more of a health health deal. And, and you know, they could have an ulcer, uh, right. things like that. They could just be poor doing pieces of junk, don't want to eat. I mean, that's why... That's why we're selling so many May pigs in Texas because if they don't eat much, they'll still be big enough. Right. But a lot of times, I mean, you know, just if I don't know, I think a lot of times people will buy a pig that's not the appropriate age and they have to gas on them the entire time. Right. And it, whereas if they would have just backed up and maybe bought a pig a month older, they could just feed it a little along the way and then when you get to the end they're going to eat just knock the bottom out of it you know but when you buy one that's maybe a little young and you've got to just pour it to them and you're blowing and going and you fill your feeder up and you know a, a lot of the people i think that are having issues like my pig's not eating yada 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 you they probably didn't pay enough attention in the beginning to this pig to know that He's probably not been eating for a long time. Right. And 
we're just now addressing the issue. Whereas, you know, it, it's just a lot of things. But cake mix is not. I mean, it's it, it's good for taking pictures. Uh, they're gonna eat it off the top, but it's not a long term fix for anything, honestly. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I, I would I would just check. I mean, if this pig is like nibbling a little bit and then sucking down a bunch of water, probably got an ulcer, things like that. So let's see. So so basically, other than going straight to social media with a with a pig that has an issue, yeah. it's probably best to either consult a vet, the breeder, etc. Yeah, I mean, you know, th- these show these show feed companies invest millions of dollars in in feeds and additives and things like that. I mean, and, and they you know they do research and things like that and and if if cake mix was something that was they put it in there yeah so and probably just be more aware of your surroundings watch your pig a little closer to see yes, like you say these people please stop sending in questions about cake mix I, I can only <laughs> answer so many questions about cake mix okay let's uh, stop i love you so i love you but if you want to know answer to a question about cake mix listen to the other every other podcast we've had <laughs> so uh so, so basically, like our pigs at the house, they're not necessarily cleaning everything up right now, well, but it's, it's also, super hot. Yeah, it's hot. We try yeah. to feed them earlier. We tried to feed them later, but I just don't think they're going to eat as yeah. much with it being this hot. I mean, I don't eat that much. I've I eat supper most most nights. I don't even eat supper. So, but I'm on that. You know, I'm trying to get slim and trim. So, you 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 real are looking good. You, you've lost yeah. quite a bit of weight. Oh, I know. I can tell. I know. Uh, still, still got a big fat. Seven head, foot though. tall. You're you're not four foot wide anymore. You're about three and a half, three and a quarter foot. Yeah, three and a half. Yeah, yeah. probably three foot, three so, foot eight wide. So if those cops from San Antonio chase you this year, they're really gonna have hell. Well, I'm limping worse now, so probably not. Well, it's balancing out with with the size difference. I don't know. I wish they'd chase the people. Never mind. I'm not even gonna go there. That'll be there's there's literally criminal activity going on in the parking lot. Sometimes they should probably um, chase those guys, not me. Question two comes from Craig. What up, Craig? Quit playing, Craig. <laughs> Why do some shows use a classification standard to sort hogs for a show? And why do some use registration paperwork? No, for real. Quit playing, Craig. Quit playing. <laughs> uh, because this is the Southwest, baby. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. What do you prefer? I don't care. I just prefer showing good pigs. <laughs> I... I, I like the Southwest because it is such a pain in the ass to scan in guilt papers. I would hate to scan in bear papers, too. Ugh. And honestly, so we just classify them. I mean, you can, I hate to say this, but I mean, it's there's people will throw a set of papers on anything. So unless you're going to do like, you know, unless you're going to DNA or sire check these things, it doesn't matter. So I like our deal. I like the, I, I mean, so if we did papers in Texas, you know, we would have each show would have two thousand crosses and uh twenty five Hampshires. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and fifty Yorkshires. I mean that's just so I like the way we do it. I really do. Uh I like the classification you know, up north, you know, that's kinda I guess pig country and they're purebreds and papers and things like that, and I agree. And I agree with that. I mean, I like them both ways. I mean, I, you know, in the summertime we go to we go to those junior nationals, and you got to have papers to show us a purebred, yeah. and I like that. But that's the only time I like it. I like the way we do it down here in the in, in the springtime. Yeah, that's just the way we roll Southwest, Oklahoma, Texas, Louisiana, I guess Arkansas, New Mexico. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, so, and in question three. 
this is just going to be kind of an opinion. Uh, and, this, and, and I love your this opinion. This is question and answer time, not opinion and answer time. Cameron, send us an email. Says he lives in Kansas. Said they had to travel quite a bit to some jackpots and maybe some national shows. His question is, how far is too far to travel to a show? Well, I don't know. We drove 14. We drove 14 hours to national shows, so I can't answer that. I'm not the person to ask that. My wife drove six hours to a jackpot just just to... I don't know why. She just drove six hours. I mean, I don't, I don't know that there's... I'm getting mean looks from my wife. I don't know that there's a. I mean, there's pe- look. There's people that won't drive 45 minutes right. to a jackpot. There's there. I will attest to this. There are people that won't drive 30 minutes to look at a show pig that you said you had for 350 dollars. Yes. I don't know if the question's only jackpot. No, it didn't specify. It just says pig show. It said how far is too far to travel to a show? It's just how bad do you want it. Right. How bad do you are want you, to go to that show? Are you a baller? Or not. You know? I mean, that's just... I, I don't know. It, it, that's a question It's hard to hard to really answer how far... I mean, there's really and, no too far to show. I and, mean, and, and I think the, and the answer changes a little if bit. If you have the setup to take care of your pigs on the way, if you have the means to go, then go show one of them suckers and, in Canada. I and, I, and, I, and I think the, the answer may change a little bit with the age of the pig. Uh, right? Oh, you yeah, you, for sure, for you sure. You don't want to take a young one... 19 hours or 8 hours, 9 Shit, hours, whatever no. it be. You don't want to take a young one anywhere but right. the barn. Right. So, I, I think... I mean, for, if you had to pick that pig up and carry it to and from the ring, it's probably, it don't need to be at the damn show. For... for is, is I mean, here's the deal. As a question is, it depends I, on I a judge. Here, here's the deal. It depends on the judge. There's some judges I wouldn't drive across the road to show to, and there's some that I might drive 10 hours to show to. Right. So, it depends on... You know, how good you feel, how good you feel your set of pigs are. If you know your pigs suck, then why would you drive 12 hours to show them? But if right. you think they're pretty good, then go. I mean, if I'm sitting here and I have the option and I have a pig, a set of pigs I think are terrible, uh, first of all, I'm probably just going to shoot them or call the feeder pig guy. But if I think they're terrible, I'm not driving to Des Moines to the exposition. We're going to stay home and we're going to catch a local jackpot. Right, I mean, well, you're going to work on. The I'm not spending five thousand dollars to show a bunch of junk. Right, you know, you know, and, and and if if you got the money to do it, do it. I mean, this is pig showing. I guess is like rodeo. I mean, you know, there's people that just go rodeo till they run out of money and come home. There's people that might go pig show till they run out of money and then come home. And then there's ones that they save for and go to because that's the ones they want to go to and yeah, don't go to any of the rest. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have. I don't know how to save money, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have show pigs. So. Hashtag same. Yeah, hey, I heard a joke one time, uh, and it referred to fishing. You know how to become a millionaire? Start with two. Yes, yep. if you fish. Start hunt with two. It. Keeping it a hundred, baby. Foot on the floor. Last question. Uh, out of curiosity, which would you say are the largest, most competitive shows for swine in the United States, including junior shows? <laughs> no, I don't, no, I'm not gonna get into that. I'm a, I'm a big advocate of Texas major shows, so I well, mean we're we're big, we're competitive. I mean, you know, you get on a big stage. A lot of these state fairs are big, competitive. Indiana State Fair, Ohio State Fair, Illinois State Fair, those things are all big. They're competitive. Colorado State Fair would be competitive, uh, but you get in OIE, San Antonio, and Houston. 
There's nothing like it, man. I mean, I it's just they're huge. The, the, the pigs ma- are the good. Masses. The masses. There's so you know, many more pigs. You know, uh, somebody posted the other night that you know, like Houston sells 650, OIE sells like 65. Uh, that is the advantage we have down here. I mean, the pig shows are good. OIE's good. Uh, San Antonio's tough. I mean, Houston's tough. But you know, when you're when you're going and uh, <laughs> Asking Oki, they'll tell you OYE. A Texan will tell you San Antonio. So right. it's just they're all good. I mean, the pigs are good in both places. There's no doubt. But you know, when you know, if you've never been to San Antonio Barra show and you've never, you never watch, you know, you never sat around them red panels and four, you know, four inches of pellet shavings and seen them, those creatures that they run to you to try to win the show right. and and try to win a ten thousand dollars scholarship and 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 get a sale hole and. You know, make seventy, eighty thousand if they win. If you've never experienced that, then I think it would be hard to say that your show is the toughest or your show is the best. I mean, it's just right. that San Antonio Bear show is is good. I mean, like I said, Houston, Hawaii. I wish that there was a way that we could one time get get because those shows are in the spring, you know. So there's no yeah. way. But I wish there was a way you could just get the the top five bears from each of those shows together. I think that that would be fifteen pretty elite animals most times well uh, well, well that's what that's what that's what i was going to probably chime in on is depending on it'll never happen but i'm where, just saying that'd be where cool. you're from you probably believe that that is your yes. the, the best show yes but at the end of the day the the upper elite part of each of those shows are probably just as competitive there, as anywhere there's everybody's buying pigs from everywhere so it's not like there's some person that's just taking his best ones here or there yonder i mean I think the top end of every show is good. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't. I don't think there's. I, I you mean, ain't gonna slide a bad one in a top five at a major anywhere. Overall, the maybe top five in a class, but not overall. Not but, not overall. You know, and I guess you know, being in Texas, it's. I mean, we're a livestock state. I mean, we sell. We probably sell more barrels in Texas than probably damn near the rest of the country. State fairs combined, I would think. I I don't think a lot of state fairs show or sell very many. Uh, you know, some state fairs just have premiums. So we are we are blessed down here in Texas. Uh and I think that's what makes our bear show so competitive. Right. But I've also been to the bear show at Hawaii. Very damn good pigs. I've been to the bear show at the Iowa State Fair, Indiana State Fair. They're very damn good pigs. Yeah, I I've got some bucket lists of, of some of the shows I want to go to that you know, are some state fairs that, that we can't show at, but I want to go. I want to go watch and, the Grand Drive. And you know, like like all Texans have their preference on which set of hogs are better. I mean, that's just it. I mean, uh, it, it's kind of weird when you look at it. To me, like uh, San Antonio has like the man-child hogs, like the big, burly, big-backed ones that are just you know, and then Houston has the big-backed, good-built ones that just motor. Because you can hide one that maybe don't, maybe don't motor as well at San Antonio because you are showing on four inches of pellet shavings, and in Houston, they go to the rock quarry and say, "Hey, I need the worst dirt you got. <laughs> Throw a bucket of rocks in it. That's what we're going to show on." So you got to be able to move at Houston, and that's nothing against Houston. Yeah. Hey, they're making it fair for everybody. Absolutely. I mean, it's all inclusive. Everybody so, has to show on the yes, same dirt. Yes, I mean, a kid can twist the ankle sometimes, but it's good. We love it. But any kid could twist the next. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I guess it's all just kind of where, you know, it's all relative to, to where you're from. Everybody has their preference on, on what Barrett shows that they like the most. So, yeah. you know, your ma- your national shows, I think, are, are very 
very competitive for per capita, you know, because that's where you got the best of the best from every state that that they load up and go. So, yeah. you know, you've got they're just it's just more competitive because they're from everywhere. Right. But I really think the top end of national shows, the top end of these state fairs, the top end of Texas majors, stuff like that, they're all good. They're, they're all, all going to be phenomenal. The pigs are all going to be – I mean, I'm not going to say they're all going to look the same because the same person's not going to judge them all, but the pigs are all going to be good. Livestock. They're going to be elite livestock. Right. Uh, so that's kind of what I think about there. So uh, I don't know. And then, you know, you, you go, you know, like Texans go – up to like the Midwest, and they go to the you know the national shows. Well, they're competing against those guys that judge them, so they know, you know. So it, it's naturally going to be a little tougher. Right. Uh, top in, top in everywhere is going to be tough. So uh, it takes takes elite bears to win at any level, at, at any any major show, state show, things like that. I mean, there's always going to be X amount, you know, X number of families in that state or eligible for that show that are going to feed the elite ones. So elite yeah. ones are going to win. I mean, right. No matter where they are. Yeah. And the good thing about it is right here in Texas, a bunch of barns opened up this weekend, and one of them babies Shit, is going to win somewhere. Yeah, well, a bunch of barns. Hell, they've already had online sales. There's an online sale right now. Probably missing. That's okay. What but up? They, I mean, yeah, barns have opened up. We sold pigs. I never thought I would sell pigs in July. We sold pigs this weekend. Uh, but we're breeding them earlier. There. What What are some sales that y'all are gonna have pigs in coming up? Oh man, we'll we'll go to just we got, I guess starting middle of August we'll have about one a weekend, just kind of scattered out here and there. Some weekends we might have two. So, I guess our first sale will be the nineteenth there in Stephenville at uh, the Invasion. The Invasion. Next weekend we'll be at the Established Breeders Choice. Next weekend I guess North meets South, and then. I gotta kind of look at my list from there on out, cause you know I I'm not a I hate baby pig sales, cause it just takes up every weekend I got in the fall. So and that's one of my other businesses, the busiest. So I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. <laughs> so from now to yeah, and I'm a man down, cause my wife's heavy bread. She's springing, boys. Uh, <laughs> It'll be here for but, you. Know it. Yeah, that little sucker will be out first part of October, and I can get my top hand back. So well, Cole. We've uh, we've seen a lot of things tonight. We've talked about a lot of things, and yeah, uh, it's been most crazy. most everything's going to be. On we did have media. some amazing fajitas. They were really they good. were in, in Pico. That was, you know, down on the border style. It's not like this bullshit on the border Mexican restaurant up here. This stuff was good. It was really good. Yeah, appreciate appreciate them cooking that. Yeah, that was good. Cole. Uh, what you got a lot of stuff upcoming this week get ready yeah for. I'm, it's I, gonna be hot again yeah well I'll 106 leave, I, 107 108 i leave wednesday to go to south dakota it's supposed to be chill. it's supposed to be cooler there so melissa and victor can have all this shit they want if you stump your little toe on a uh on a, on a cupboard up door it ain't gonna hurt my feelings <laughs> being up there in the 16 70 degree weather yeah no. i hope you i hope you don't freeze to death uh, well, nah, I'm going to be in Sioux Falls, so Sioux Falls is a little more hot and humid, I, and I haven't looked at the forecast, but it's not going to be 105, so I can tell you that. It is but now a- the next place we go will be Rapid City up there, which I, I won't get to go there because i got to come home and start selling pigs. But up there, it's liable to get in the 50s at night in the middle of August, so that's pretty cool. Well, I uh, hope you have safe travels. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, get them checkbooks out, get them cards out, and get them uh, uh, sales 
penciled in on your calendar. Everybody takes cash, too. Don't forget that. It's buying time, baby. If you want one of them elite pigs that we've been talking about, uh, you can find one at the good, one of these the good, sales. The good thing about pigs right now is when you buy one now, everybody's still going to be selling the first part of October when the one you're buying now sucks. Absolutely. Because <laughs> it's, a, it's a possibility. That's why it's show pigs. It's like a gamble. It's an addiction. It is an addiction. It's not like other stuff where you just... You can almost guarantee they're going to still be good in the spring. It's it's. it's they change so fast. I think about I think about a third of them probably turn out, but that's what I like about it. And it's just like social media; it changes so fast. Oh yeah, Miss Reeves, you have a good week. Appreciate the podcast, hey. ladies and gentlemen. If you get a chance, follow us on Facebook, the Grand Drive Podcast, Instagram. Uh, we need some more followers on Instagram. We're going to do a yeah, a and you know what? Get, get, get I, can't, over I there. can't talk people no more because they no. call it X now. I told him we was never Elon, getting the Twitter. Elon Twitter, Musk, yeah. And now we can't. So it's it's not my fault. I'd actually thought about getting one this week. Elon, you're screwing everything up. Starlink, you're making it not rain. You change it from Twitter to X. Now it's X. Oh, we'll get us an Xer. You're making land in Williamson County $87,000 an acre. Come on, man. And Starlink going across Starlink the sky, going across scaring, the everybody. sky scaring everybody. But, but I'll tell you. If you happen to accidentally crash a Starlink in my backyard for a hundred million dollars cash, I will shut up and act like I didn't see anything. <laughs> crash it in mine, thirty-two million to get you a little better deal. Yeah, well, you got a lot of people around you. I got a, I got a big backyard. Like there, it won't hurt nobody back there. It may, yep. it may jack with a camel or two, but other than that, we'll be good. Y'all have safe travels. Buy a lot of camels for a hundred million. Have a good week, and we will see y'all on the flip side. Of the Grand Drive. Adios, guys. Da, 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 da. I gotta say adios because I got a different crowd today. We love it. I'm loving it. it.